0: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. I like these guys. I think they're getting better. You know, my whole goal was coaching this year was to get this group in here, get their feet wet, see how much better they can get during the course of the year. Uh, we're still a long ways away from being a good team, which is what I would expect with so many young guys, and we got a fierce road ahead of us, we know that, um, but they've really come up big at Louisville in this game. Uh, Or we could have been in a bigger, really big, big hole. But we're still in a hole. We just got to keep digging and see what happens. That's Jim Beheim right there after Syracuse's impressive win over Notre Dame on Saturday. But uh, the competition steps up a bit here tonight as the Orange take on Miami down in Florida. And uh, a gentleman who is uh, covering all things. You got Miami. You got the Canes. You got the Panthers. The Dolphins. A lot of things happening in Miami sports, and a pleasure to bring him back here on the program. A Syracuse alum, former DL writer, and now with the Miami Heralds. Make sure you check him out on Twitter as well at dbwilson.com. David Wilson, back with us here, ESPN Radio, com. David, how you doing, bud?
1: Good. It's becoming like a little annual tradition.
0: I like this. When Syracuse yeah, and Miami nice. cross paths, That's you're the, you're the man. You're who we think of. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I like it. Uh, so That's get, a good reputation to have.
0: <laughs> Give us uh, Make Me Jealous. Uh, what, what's uh, current weather status uh, in South Florida right now?
1: You know, it was actually a little cold this weekend by our standards. I actually had a, a bunch of fre- college friends down for the weekend who were, uh, you know, wanting an excuse to get to Miami, coming down from New York. And they weren't expecting to get here, and it was going to be like in the 50s all weekend. But it's uh you know, it's it's perfect now. It's like high 60s. Uh, nice little uh, start to the okay. week, long weekend here in there South Florida. Go.
0: There we go. That's what we like to hear. Uh, 34 degrees here in Central New York. Not that yeah. it could be worse. Exactly. Could be a heck of a lot worse. So there you have it. Wow, David. Uh, what a matchup here. And I what I here's what I want to know about this Miami team. Is this the team on January 16th? You expected it to be when it started? Were the expectations high for this Miami team? I know they went to the Elite Eight last year, but were the expectations this high on this team to be one of the top teams in the ACC?
1: I was pretty high on them coming into the year. I mean, when, once Isaiah Wong came back, I mean, that guy's like first team all-conference, right? So that when you have that as your foundational piece, that's a pretty good starting point. They obviously did very well in the portal. Um, Nigel Pack hasn't quite shot it quite as well as I don't think they expected, but... Um, Obviously he stabilized, you know, they lost three starters from last year. So he stabilized that a little bit. And the real, the guy who I'd say probably exceeded expectations a little bit. I mean, I thought they'd be kind of like a fringe top 25 team. Um, Right now they look like a very real ACC title contender. Um, Norshad O'Meara has been the big difference uh, there, I think, coming in um, from Arkansas State. He was not, you know, he was a uh, first-team all-conference player in his league um but you know it's always a question right what's a guy going to do when he steps up the ACC competition and um he has given them exactly what they need down low they're a little small i think there's there's definitely like they're far from a perfect team but i'd say they've exceeded expectations a little bit
0: while we're on the subject of i want to ask you about him because syracuse is coming off a game saturday david you play notre dame notre dame is look they're a bunch of guards there's not a lot of size yeah. jesse edwards had a combined 35 points and 31 rebounds against them in two games. Different story with Omir, And yet again, Syracuse has played all these teams with all these significant transfers that have come right in and made an immediate impact. How do you think that matchup goes tonight between him him, and Jesse Edwards?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if Syracuse is going to win this game, it, we'll kind of start with Edwards because, like I said, O'Meara's good. He's a little small for, you know, like your prototypical center. Um and they don't have a lot of depth behind him down low, right? If he gets in foul trouble, that's definitely a matchup that I think any team with quality big men feels like they can exploit. Um, remember, Jesse Edwards played uh, very well against Miami last year, if I remember correctly. And um, I think that is the – I think, you know, I, I like a lot of Syracuse's young guards. I think it's going to be – it's hard to score with Miami when they've got long, especially packs hitting. Jordan Miller's been really good. It's hard to score with them in, in like, a running-gun shootout, but I think Syracuse, that is, if they can pull out this game, it's going to kind of run through Edwards.
0: You mentioned Wong is back, and, look, 17 points a game. You kind of track the leading scorers for the past 10 games or so. You see his name up there a lot. But let's get a refresher for people out there and just what Syracuse is dealing with in Isaiah Wong.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's like the total package, right? He's um, not, like, incredible. He's like he's a, he's a classic shooting guard, right? Great college shooting guard. He can shoot it. He's also super athletic. I think um, people might remember his dunk on Jabari Smith in the uh, uh, against Auburn in the tournament last year was right. one of the highlights of that tournament. Um, pretty good three point shooter. Very good mid range shooter. He's you know is is he like an NBA first round pick? Probably not. He's a little older. He's st- stuck around for a long time. But he was a pretty big recruit coming out of high school and does a little bit of everything on the offensive end of the floor for for uh, Miami. And he's even you know his playmaking is not not too bad either.
0: Miami's a middle of the pack team statistically, David, from three point range, but you know, when you play Syracuse, you're always tempted to shoot some more threes. Notre Dame hit fifteen on Saturday, but they're a team that's mm-hmm. in a mindset to shoot threes. Do you expect Jim Lirinega to kind of do the same thing and, you know, look for those open threes and let his guys let it fly out there? And if so, who are the main three point threats on this team?
1: Yeah, I mean, Wong will take a lot and he'll he can heat up, right? He can have one of those games where he hits five. Um, he's not that's not his strength I think he's a better mid-range guy better at getting to the rim than he is settling for the threes but like you said against the zone that's going to be there Nigel Tack, who I mentioned earlier they came they brought him into the transfer from Kansas State they expect him to be a sharpshooter he's been very good for them but that is like if there's a next level for Miami to get to where they think they can maybe even be better than they are right now it's going to be if Pac starts hitting those threes at the rate they expect. So that is the that's the guy that would concern me if I'm Syracuse, just because he's, it's, he's kind of it kind of feels like he's due, and obviously we we know guys can get hot against Syracuse.
0: <laughs> I've heard that story before. Yeah. Oh, he's due, and all of a sudden he's got twenty two points. Yep. Exactly. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, David, from what you've seen from Syracuse, we mentioned Jesse Edwards. You know, Other than that, it's it's an interesting team. Certainly the freshmen shined on Saturday, all four on the floor, down the stretch with Jesse. Judah Mintz has been one of the better freshmen in the league, really in the country. Uh, Chris Bell finally came around, had a consistent game here. Malik Brown has been a presence in the paint for this team. But you know, from what you've seen from Syracuse, other than Jesse Edwards, who do you think uh, presents a matchup problem for Miami?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen as much Syracuse as I would have liked this year, but the guy, I mean, the, the one guy who's like kind of roped me into this team and just got me excited about watching them again shoot events, right? Like, like you said, it's been a long time since they've had a freshman like Kim, like maybe going back to Tyler Ennis. Um, and I think, like I said, Miami is not the best team defensively. They had a game against Cornell earlier this year that was in the hundreds. So you can definitely score on them. Um, there's, like I said, they're small, so if you get to the rim, there's not a whole lot of rim protection there. So I think they're a team that you know any like highly skilled guard who can break people down off the dribble and get to the rack. I think it's a it, it, that is that's a matchup that can favor Syracuse. Um, of course, like you said, it's, it's all freshmen That was the problem, and it's you never know what they're going to be like from game to day. But I I, I, I trust to Mints based off what I've seen this year.
0: What do you expect in terms of the crowd? Is that an environment that people are are into? I know Miami can be you know. Uh, Typically, fair weather at times, but when they have a good team, they could show up for them. Do they get good, loud crowds uh, at home, or, or what's the situation there?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I remember going last year, and it was during winter break, so it's a little different. Um, but I, it was like all Syracuse fans there. So like I was sitting there, and I looked to my left, and Syracuse grad Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network was sitting <laughs> over there. Kelly Sacco was on my right, uh, former Syracuse softball player who does color commentary for the Marlins now. Um, like I said, it was winter break, so the students weren't there. Tech Mega still winter break, but classes start tomorrow. The crowds have been much, much better at Miami. I've always kind of been critical of the way that Miami fans uh, don't show up for the Ben's basketball team that has been, I don't know, maybe the best sports team in South Florida over the last, like, decade, bit like since Jim Lernager got there, other than the Heat. Um, but they've, they've had good crowds this year. The students have gotten into it. Um, and I think, you know, they – it was important that obviously they went to the elite eight last year, best season in program history and then followed up by starting strong. And, and I, I think, you know, it's still, it's a small gym. It's not, you know, it's not a traditional like ACC basketball crowd, but it'll be pretty good. Um, I think, especially because classes start tomorrow. So, you know, students have been around through the weekend, uh, and kind of like getting ready to get back, uh, on campus. And, you know, they've, they've had a long weekend to, uh, to get ready for it. David, on a different
0: note, uh, look, as a Buffalo Bills fan, I uh, kind of wiped my brow and walked <laughs> away pretty stressed from oh that game God. yesterday. But, look, Miami, they're right there. No Tua, a lot of injuries, came to Orchard Park and almost knocked off You know, a team that's favored to go to the Super Bowl here. So I think the vibe's got to be pretty good in Miami considering they came into that heavy, heavy underdogs and almost pulled that thing off.
1: Yeah, I think people are relatively pleased with how the game went, if not how the season went, right? Because, like, I think everyone, I think the one thing that people feel coming out of that game is, man, if Tua was just healthy, we could have gone on a run here. Um, but, yeah, I think it was hard to be too upset with the way that game played out, considering how rough Skylar Thompson looked um, all throughout the year and even, you know, did not have a particularly great game even on, on Sunday, what they had uh, on less than 200 yards of offense. So, um, but yeah, I think for the most part, people feel like, you know, there were reports uh, a week ago that if the Dolphins didn't make the playoffs, that, you know, Mike McDaniel might be gone. Josh Boyer, the defensive coordinator might be gone. He might still be gone. Potentially it was not a great year for that defense is kind of good as they were, I guess yesterday that, you know, is two of the future. But I think after that game, I would, I would think the organization is like, all right, we can, we can kind of run this back, see if we can get to, a, to have a healthy year, obviously a major question mark. But um, Mike McDaniel seems to have done a, a pretty good job for a first-year coach. Defense has a ton of talent, could be better next year if a couple guys get healthier. I think the vibes are relatively good um, at the end of this year.
0: David, it's great to catch up. You're our guy now. We're locked in. Yeah. You're our Miami correspondent. Uh, the pay is not great, not gonna lie, but uh, you know <laughs> the, the honor and the title of it, I think, uh, should sustain anytime.
1: Exactly. We'll get to, we'll get some more football games soon too. Exactly. Because, uh, that, that new schedule will come up. I'm excited. I'm wearing I'm wearing my Chuck shirt right now. Let's go. Uh, getting ready to go to the game in a little bit. So I'm 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 excited to have the excuse to get back up to Syracuse There some you point, go. There.
0: love to hear it, my friend. Keep up the good work down there. We'll catch up soon, my man.
1: Yeah, thanks for having
0: me. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. That's David Wilson, Miami Herald. He is a Syracuse alum doing great work down there covering all manners of South Florida sports, including the Hurricanes. Tough matchup for Syracuse tonight. Toughest game they've had so far, at least on paper. Best team they've played so far, other than Virginia, on paper. A team that's at top of the league and all these little things that have been piling up for Syracuse. Can they pay off with a much-needed quad one win tonight? We'll continue to talk about that through the afternoon. Don't forget, I'm going to stick around, do a little pregame coming up at 6 o'clock. Let's shift gears, talk some football on the other side. Bills fans anxious to get into their team. Giant fans just playing with the house money and loving every second of it. But, I don't know, I, they, they 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 could win this weekend, too. Take down the Eagles, maybe get to the NFC Championship game. And, of course, the connection between those two. We'll get into the next We'll get into it next. Pardon me. Stay right there.